0: This is a Squiz podcast, We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Eliza Harvey.
1: And I'm Claire Kimball.
0: It's Monday the 31st of January. In your Squiz today, the founder of the Hillsong Church steps down. Back to school plans, speculation about an interest rate rise and an Australian open classic. This is your Squiz today. Hillsong is a global Pentecostal church. It has millions of followers worldwide and makes tens of millions of dollars in revenue from its music and church-affiliated businesses. And yesterday, its founder, Brian Houston, stepped down from the head of the church while he defends a criminal charge of the alleged cover-up of child abuse by his father. Claire, can you take us through the allegations against Brian and his father, Frank Houston?
1: What police say is that Brian Houston knew in September 1999 that his father, Frank, who was also a Pentecostal preacher, had indecently assaulted a boy in the 1970s. Uh, Frank Houston died in 2004, but they say that he had told his son that he had committed that abuse. And what police say is that Brian didn't come forward and disclose that information, that if he had, that they would have had a chance of a prosecution against Frank Houston. Uh, So that charge was laid in October last year. Uh, Brian Houston had to come back from the United States to plead not guilty. And, And now that case is coming forward later this year. But in the meantime, Brian Houston says that he needs to step down from his church role because these legal proceedings will be drawn out.
0: And Claire Hillsong is often in the news here in Australia because of the close friendship between Brian Houston and the Prime Minister Scott
1: Morrison. Yeah, Scott Morrison is a Pentecostal worshipper. He is someone who says that he is a friend of Brian Houston. Of course, you might remember this was in the news a couple of years ago. Uh, Eventually, Scott Morrison confirmed that he had asked for an invitation uh, to be extended to Brian Houston for the state dinner that he had at the White House uh, when Trump was in power in 2019 and it's highly likely that we might hear a whole lot more about this it's an election year of course and our leaders are under scrutiny.
0: And Brian Houston said he'd step down to prepare for legal proceedings that are likely to take the best part of the year with the trial set down for October. The public school term begins today, Claire, across most states and territories. And with Omicron still doing the rounds,
1: it's not as straightforward as it's been in the past. Yeah, getting kids out the door for day one of term one is always an interesting exercise, whether it's just even finding your school shoes for all the kids. (laughs) And and clean socks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But Omicron, of course, is making that all the more difficult. Uh, Different jurisdictions, of course, are doing different things. You'd be disappointed if they weren't because this is COVID and this is our federation. Uh, (laughs) But what is the same across the country is that many parents are very concerned uh, about keeping their children safe. And what the experts say is that's very understandable because, of course, we're in a new phase of the virus where we're trying to live with things and getting used to the fact that there's community transmission. But a good roundup of advice is that the kids are likely to be fine, uh, that it's going to be okay in terms of vaccinations rolling out. And, of course, there's testing that's happening as well.
0: That's right. So, for states like New South Wales and Victoria, which are still reporting more than 10,000 new COVID cases every day, Schools will be relying on rat tests to keep the COVID infections under control. Claire, we've been talking a lot this year about supply chain problems in our supermarkets, and heavy rain in the centre of the country has just made that all a bit more tricky. Been
1: talking a lot about floods as well already for 2022. <laughs> uh, and when you look at some of the pictures coming from the centre of the country, it's quite unbelievable the amount of water uh, that is going through some of those communities and into the outback areas. Uh, what the officials say is that there was a lot of rain, particularly around Cooper Pedy, uh, last week, but there is going to be more in the coming days. The rain that has already fallen has seen Cooper Pedy cut off and the Defence Force is set to drop about 20 tonnes of food and supplies to those communities. Uh, Today, uh, there's also extensive damage to highways and to rail links that link Adelaide and the eastern states to the Northern Territory and Western Australia. Uh, That's going to take a couple of weeks at least to repair. So uh, what they're saying is that if you live west or live north, uh, you're going to be settling in for some shortages in the supermarket in the coming days.
0: Yes, so those shelves are going to be looking pretty lean for the foreseeable future. Claire, because we're Australians, we love talking about real estate. <laughs> it's a national obsession, a national sport. And with the Reserve Bank sitting for its first meeting of the year this week, the speculation about an interest rate rise sometime this year.
1: Yeah, we had um, reports from the Bureau of Stats last week that inflation is on the way up. That, of course, is one of those measures of the health of the economy that the Reserve Bank and others look very closely at. Uh, it's also one of those things that's tightly linked to interest rates. So with economists having a look at all of that data, they say that the Reserve Bank's outlook that we wouldn't see an interest rate hike until 2024 could actually be ditched and we could see interest rate rises this year. Uh, Some homeowners have already caught that vibe. Uh, We are seeing at the moment a really huge spike in the number of properties that are being offered that more than doubled this week compared to last week.
0: That's right. Melbourne hosted the most auctions, but the smaller capitals like Brisbane and Adelaide had the best clearance rates and the Reserve Bank board will sit for that first meeting of the year tomorrow. It's been a huge 72 hours of tennis, Claire, capped off by an absolutely epic Australian Open men's final last night with Spanish legend Rafa Nadal edging out Russia's Daniil Medvedev.
1: Liza, I don't know what you and I were thinking. We're early morning podcasters and we were both up until well after 1am having a look at that tussle. It was quite, it's just an incredible match, wasn't it?
0: Wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I just like every game felt like it oh, went man. on for, the, for a normal, I don't know, three games in one. It was just an incredible game of tennis. I loved
1: it, but yeah. I did not love the hour that it finished, <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> I love someone tweeting, can we go to bed for dev? Uh, it was lots <laughs> of humour on the social media last night, but yeah, it did feel like every game went to juice um, and every rally seemed to go 10, 15, 20 shots. It was just... Sometimes up.
0: 40, right? Yeah, it was that's incredible.
1: absolutely amazing game. But in the end, Rafael Nadal beat Daniel Medvedev. Uh, it was an incredible effort by both players. Uh, Nadal becomes the first male player to win 21 Grand Slam singles titles, and that's the reason I stayed up, was to see if he could do that. Um, that has seen him move past champions Roger Federer and also Novak Djokovic. Uh, he goes down in the history books as the winningest uh, male player in history.
0: And look, we're talking about last night, but we can't not talk about Saturday night. We're still basking in the Ash Barty glow. She's an exceptional athlete with those razor sharp hand-eye coordination skills. But of course, she's also got a mindset coach, a man named Ben Crow. He was in the crowd on Saturday night and he's been an important part of her success.
1: Yeah, and Dylan Alcott's as well. And it's all about positivity. Uh, it's all about looking at the things that you can control Uh, and letting go of the things that you can't and you'll hear Ash Barty talk a lot about making good memories about it being something of joy and something uh, that's a happy thing to do and that really seems to come through and it looks like uh, this mindset coach has really been an important part of not just Ash Barty's journey but Dylan Alcott's as well so there's something in it that's for sure.
0: So Ben Crow used to be a marketing executive at Nike in the 90s and he worked closely with players like you know Andre Agassi and Pete Sampras and he gets his athletes to answer two questions. Who am I fundamentally and what do I want from this crazy thing called life? which are two big questions for all of us, Claire. <laughs> Just a <small laughs> couple Monday of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go away and look, deal with that. <laughs> and before we go this morning, if you enjoy what we do and have thought, gee, I wish the Squids had a weekday news podcast for my 8 to 12-year-old, well, you're in luck. Squiz Kids is back today for 2022. Bryce Corbett and the team are raring to go. In short, it's all about helping you help your kids become discerning consumers of news and information. It's news without the nasties because, it's a kids world too and you can find it in your podcasting app or at squizkids.com.au that's all for today we'll be back tomorrow